The podcast is also sponsored by my good friend Tiger at It's Tiger Music on Instagram at itztiger.music. You can find all his work on Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. He does all the music and tracks for the Block Hash podcast. Go check him out. Also, don't forget to check out Blockhash Plus on Patreon. This is something that's new, where you can learn more about trading, technical analysis, and charting, all for the price of two cups of coffee a month. That's pretty damn cheap. Sign up at patreon.com slash Blockhash. And last but definitely not least, Blockhash is offering consulting for all your blockchain needs. Buying, exchanging, selling, safe storage, tokenization, NFT creation, point of sale, you name it. We can help you. Go to blockhashpodcast.com slash consulting and let's talk. What's up, guys? It is Wednesday, January 20th, episode 102. This week on the podcast, CEO Samantha Yap joins me to discuss Yap Global, a blockchain PR firm whose goal is to help bridge the gap between media companies and blockchain startups in the space. We also talk about the lockdown in London, how you can outsource during the current global pandemic, and a number of other awesome topics that I think you guys will really find valuable. Samantha is very young, smart, and has a ton of passion for journalism, and I think that's something that's very important in this space and it's lacking. So Anyways, with that said, be sure to subscribe and share this episode with somebody that you think would like to learn more about blockchain, Samantha Yap, Yap Global, and general PR in the blockchain space. Enjoy. And awesome, Samantha, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, You're based in London, correct? Yes, I'm based in London. I've been here for three years now. Very nice. How do you like London? Other than the the lockdowns and COVID, how do you like London? (laughs) Yeah, um, I love London. You know, there's a charm to London, even though in winter it can feel a little, um, the weather could not be uh, the most exciting. Um, But but London's a really good place in terms of, you know, quite accessible to, to other parts of the world and, and um, a lot of travel. Uh, I used to do a lot of travel before, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Where'd you, where'd you travel to before? I mean, so in the crypto industry, right? In PR, uh, we were going to a lot of men, like conferences. So, you know, in one, in one month, I could be in Athens, Osaka, Berlin. Jeez. <laughs> it's like everywhere because I, th- I think I think in this industry before global lockdown hit people were um yeah they were more they were kind of living on airplanes really oh okay I gotcha well that's cool being able to travel I mean personally I I really enjoy it have you mm-hmm. gotten to go to a bunch of different countries and continents or yeah yeah definitely definitely and especially for um, and, you know, we can delve into Yap Global soon, but especially mm-hmm. for the, the job and also this industry, it takes you to so many interesting places around the world. Um, and I kind of miss it, right? It gets you going um, and it just makes things more exciting. Um, so, yeah, definitely love traveling. Yeah, I understand that feeling 100%. 
Um, so yeah, tell me a little bit about yourself and your background. So I'm, I'm sure some of my audience may know you, some may not. So for yeah. those that really don't, um, yeah, tell me a little bit about yourself, your backgrounds, how you kind of got into the space. Sure, definitely. So um, I am, so I'm actually Australian, but I was born oh. in Malaysia and grew up in Indonesia. So I've got quite a global background. Um, I started um, my, well, I studied journalism at university and I started my career as a journalist. So I'm a, I'm a journalist by like, you know, uh, trade. Um, and I started my career in Singapore as a, you know, current affairs producer and journalist for this, um, you know, the, the state national broadcaster of Singapore called Channel News Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that for about, um, you know, two years. Uh, and then I kind of delved into a short stint into fintech PR. And that's when I started to learn about blockchain and cryptocurrencies. That was in 2017. And then I fell down a rabbit hole um, and got super interested into this space. And um, that's when I moved to London to be with my um, husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of writing at the time, like freelance writing, you know, um, you know, didn't really have a job at the time. But then I found this niche basically where there were a lot of companies that were needing help with PR. Um, and so I was like, well, I've got my journalism experience. I love telling stories. Um, and I also love helping companies like in this space communicate what they're trying to do. So I started taking on some clients and that was in late 2017, early 2018. And that's how Yak Global as a PR agency kind of started. That's awesome. It's a cool story. What, what was it about the space in particular that made you interested in wanting to do something? Yeah, I think, um, I think I really, um, I, I learned about Bitcoin and the, you know, why it was created by, um, by this client of mine at the time. Um, and he made like, he was, you know, one of, he was the first person who educated me about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I just got really excited about the decentralized and distributed like nature about it. Um, And, you know, this maybe goes back to our conversation about traveling, about the world, about um, being global and how, you know, there's no central, there's no center, right? Like there's no central authority that owns Bitcoin and, and it's kind of distributed and, um, you know, across borders. Uh, I think, yeah, maybe that's what attracted me to it. And plus, I really liked working with the um, the people that were building projects in this space because they were just so excited about it. Like, you know, you can work with clients that, you know, they're building a business, it's a profitable business, great, um, mm-hmm. and, and, and they're solving a problem. But like the the people and the clients that we work with, they're just so excited and so riled up. And I think I... Um, I gravitate towards people who have that energy, have that ambition. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially in this emerging technology space, it's just all so new. And um, right. yeah, that's what attracted me to this. Yeah, there, there's a lot of good, positive energy in this space. It's cool being around people that enjoy and push and innovate on a technology and that are actually so excited about it. Yeah. It's like I've worked with people in different different spaces, everything from yeah. medical to AI to you know whatever, and yeah. they like it, but they're not like super super excited about it, talking about it all the time. Whereas in blockchain, it's like every freaking day there's a new story. Yeah, right. And, and like and 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 
I guess, I mean, I like to be sustainable and, and um, you know, I like mm-hmm. to have my times where I switch off. But these guys, they like, or, or the, the people in this industry, they cannot sleep and they can still buzz and keep going. And I think that's exciting. Like even the crypto market, it does not stop. Um, you know, the traditional financial markets, yeah, they, they close for Christmas, they close for New Year's, but like mm-hmm. there's just so much happening around the world. And um, yeah, I know what you mean. It's the energy. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, my background's not in finance. I'm not a technical person. Uh, definitely don't <laughs> like mm-hmm. developers. When they speak to me and tell me what they do, I, you know, takes me time right. to grasp it. But the energy, like, I don't care, you know, what, <laughs> sometimes I may not know what you're saying, but I, I can tell you if you're excited, I'm excited too. Yeah. The cool thing about the space is you don't have to be a developer. Like you can, yeah. you can be a journalist. You can just, mm-hmm. you can be an entrepreneur or a business owner. You can be an investor. Um, you can be an artist. Um, there's different ways for everyone to, you know, get involved in some small way, at least, yeah. and, you know, and enjoy like what you can do with the technology. And I think that's another awesome part, you know, and that grows all these communities and creates all these different use cases and opportunities. It's just, it's just unique. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. And I think, I think you can also bring a bit of your, um, you know, your, your specialty, right? Like what do you mm-hmm. bring to this industry? And so what I bring is the journalism background. I'm, like I'm very passionate about journalism. Actually, mm-hmm. before I, I never even thought I would start a company, let alone a PR agency. My dream was always to be like a foreign correspondent or something, but here I am. Um, but one of our missions with Yap Global is we want to build a bridge between emerging technology companies and quality journalism. Because in order for this industry to, um, I guess, get to the next stage, in order for the world to start adopting crypto, communication is very important. Um, In fact, communication and education, education is key. And the way to educate the um, wider industry is, is through the media. I mean, when people right now with the Bitcoin price going up at this current time when we're speaking, Mm -hmm people would be Googling it. And what's the first thing they're gonna read? They're gonna read media articles about it. They're gonna go to like BBC. They're gonna go to like, um, you know, if New York Times is writing about something um, and they're gonna read that first. And, and so that means those journalists are the ones who are educating people about this, this industry. Um, and behind all that is the PR firms. Right. <laughs> we're, here to help, we're here to help the projects and the companies that are building things to also translate what they're trying to do. Because like I was saying before, developers, you know, m- perhaps they might not be the best communicators. I mean, mm-hmm. bless them, but yeah, um, I know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you mm-hmm. don't need to get into the details. You know, we don't need to know um, what goes on behind the scenes of Google. Uh, we just need to know that we can search uh, things on it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's dive into Yap Global a little bit more. So like mm-hmm. we've talked about why and, and the mission kind of here, but how, what's the how, like, how are you guys um, approaching uh, PR and media in, in blockchain in this space? Yep. So, you know, PR is th- there's PR firms in the world. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But, but, but I think there are very few niche PR agencies in the world. 
um, that cover this space. Um, and to really be niche is like to really be invested, to really delve in, actually understand like um, how, you know, well, how blockchain works, but also like how Ethereum, how DeFi is working right now, like even just like going to the nitty gritty details. Yesterday I learned what a liquidity bootstrapping pool was. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's like a DeFi term, right? But that's so deep, right? That's so deep that, uh, you know, maybe a CNBC journalist wouldn't be talking about uh, right now. But who knows? Maybe this is a term that will get adopted later on. But so where where this niche PR agency um, that actually understands and, and takes the time and care to actually understand what the client's doing um, to then communicate it to the like Bloomberg, the CNBCs, because they're like more in the traditional world. Um, mm -hmm. So that's what we do. This is the how. Um, and, and maybe I could just take a step back and just, um, you know, share like just the PR industry in general. Sure. I mean, there's so like, just like, you know, I guess in the financial services world, there's, there's, you know, different offerings and services, but like, there are, there are PR agencies in the world that maybe specialize in tech or fintech. And even if you go to the larger ones, um, you know, they might, they, they have a lot of other clients, like their bread and butter might be like, you know, uh, an energy company or, you know, a healthcare company. Um, and it might not really make sense for them to start. I think they're starting to, but it might not really make sense for them to start looking to crypto because it's still early. Um, mm. And maybe that's not where they, they will get their, uh, the, the highest, you know, paying clients at the moment, but we have started in this space. So we are like, we're here really invested. I'd say we are advocates of the industry too. So we, we are here at the beginning really, and we want to grow with the industry, but yet my team, is, you know, we have backgrounds in journalism in professional communication services. So we're still also in the, like kind of this external third party still like kind of knowing what the conversation is now um and then you know yeah being the bridge being the communicator the messenger right. what's your opinion on you know the quality of journalism in this space because it seems like it gets very very opinionated um which you know it's fine sometimes in journalism but it feels like it, it shouldn't happen as often as it does especially when you got so many brand new projects and startups and, you know, yeah. it, a lot of them even try to drive the market one direction. Um, and it just feels very immature, even at this stage where it's becoming more popular. So I'm kind of curious um, from your background, what you think about the state of journalism and in blockchain crypto and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and then maybe how that can change. Yeah this is something I'm super passionate about because mm -hmm. this journalism and like, um, I mean, firstly, I want to say I, I mean, this space is still so early, right? Like even crypto and blockchain media, they're still developing right super now. So early. Same thing. Just at the same time, at the same time, these projects are developing in the early stages. So is the media too, but they're getting better. I mean, there are good journalists out. I think it's also attracting the right talent, right? Attracting the right journalists to care so much for them to go and delve into like crypto economics and really like understand how to communicate this to the wider public. Um, mm -hmm. I, you know, firstly, I wanna say, I really have a lot of respect and admiration for all the crypto journalists out there. I don't think their job is easy at all. Mm -hmm. For them to, you know, I, I know some of these reporters, they might be writing like 
two, two, three stories a day. And you could be writing about Bitcoin mining in the morning, a DeFi project in the afternoon and doing a fundraise for a VC or whatever. Um, and so like, it's, it's not easy. Um, and, and, and I, I also do, I do see that the community d does kind of, um, like you said, it gets really opinionated and, 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 and it gets contentious sometimes maybe there's, and yeah, there are like, it's not perfect. There are errors. Um, yeah. you know, they're also like, I guess it's errors is one thing, but I guess it's, it's the speed in which they're growing, but yeah, there's going to be inaccuracies. I don't think that's, a, you know, we should strive to not be, I mean, journalists should strive to, to make sure you're reporting truth, the facts, mm -hmm. um, and try to be as balanced as possible. But when you're trying to report on this emerging technology space, like, yeah, like, you might not know the name of this token or like, or you might miss out a feature or function of a token. And, um, you know, so it's really a balance because yes, like journalists who are entering this space, they should, they should really, you know, try like, and they are trying, I can, we work with them and talk to them daily. Mm -hmm. So we do have a, a lot of, um, you know, sympathy for them, but that's why we're like the PR agency behind the scenes. Like, so we're behind right. them kind of giving them everything they need. Like, um, and, and, I don't know. I find I also I'm kind of I like to read the stories, and if there is maybe something factual, maybe there's something like um, that needs to be fixed. I will go and tell the journalist, and um, I'm not claiming to be like an editor or anything. But you know, yeah. we're we're here. Also, we've got the journalist backs too. We just have selective clients that we're going to push. So you're just <laughs> you're building this healthy bridge between your clients and the media, you know, yeah. trying to make sure everyone's, you know, kind of on the same page. Yeah, because we find how like the other half of our time is educating like our clients on how to work in the media. Mm -hmm. Again, we're still so early. A lot of these founders they're we're working with some young founders who maybe don't have experience working PR agencies or still learning. I mean, even even people like not in crypto, those who are not familiar with PR, they're still learning about it too. So we often have to explain things like, you know, don't say anything um, that you're not comfortable saying because nothing is ever off the record. I mean, you know, just to be careful, right? And then, and then things like basic things like you can't see a PR um, before, you, well, you can't see an article before it um, gets published. Um, but also just, yeah, like the, the, um, the way you communicate the story, the way you tell your story, mm -hmm. uh, it has to be newsworthy. So it's like, why, why should the journalists write about you now? I think a lot of like companies that they're, they're doing so much, they're like, right, we need to cover this launch. It's like, okay, cool. But okay. But what's happened? Like we're here on, you know, in the surface going, okay, but what's mm -hmm. happening this week? Hmm. The U.S. you know uh, inauguration is coming up in a week. Maybe that might not be the best day to launch something. Like you know, right. ne next Wednesday, um, probably avoid putting any PR out. Sorry, I shouldn't say that in time with this. But no, you're good. I guess I can say that you know, yeah, um, we're speaking at a time where before the inauguration of the president, that's going to be global news everywhere, right? And mm -hmm. um, you know, if you want to launch a token, you want to launch a project maybe like maybe think of another day don't do it on inauguration day <laughs> yeah exactly especially with what's going on at the moment yeah yeah that, that makes a lot of sense um what, 
Yeah. So when you're, in your opinion, what do you consider something that's like really newsworthy when you're working with um, your clients? Because some of them might be smaller and something they do in terms of an update might be newsworthy to them, but I guess maybe to the media they're trying to reach, it's not newsworthy. So do you have a way of communicating that and helping your clients understand what they need to do to make something newsworthy? That is our job every day. That is what PR do. <laughs> That's what PR people do. We mm-hmm. basically try to like, sounds like we're spinning, but yeah, we, we always try to find an angle and um, that's, that's, that's our, that's our job. So our mm-hmm. client wants to announce something. How do we make it, um, you know, uh, how do we get it published and what news hook do we find? Um, and, I always say this to my team and it's true. There's always a way to spin a story. Uh, What we do is, I mean, we watch and cover the narrative, um, you know, daily. So we're, we're like reading what's top of mind for journalists. And, and there's always something interesting to play up um, within Mm -hmm. our client stories. Um, You know, and it's also just, also keeping up with the global trends with what's being discussed. For example, right now, right? Like, a lot of the privacy uh, issues, um, you know, with, with tech, you know, with the whole, you know, uh, WhatsApp, you know, um, and Facebook kind of data um, issues. And then like people now moving to like Signal and like Telegram, there's a, there's a bigger story to be, you know, uh, talked about there in terms of privacy. And so if you've got a client that's, you know, maybe putting out something that has, you know, um, privacy features or like uh, that's like non-custodial or something for perhaps a decentralized exchange. Um, There's always a way to connect the dots and spin it to something like at a time where um, this is top of mind. Um, So yeah, this is just, yeah, some things and like, yeah. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. What type of clients are you representing? Are are they just like startups and projects like that or are they also like uh, crypto projects or are they kind of companies that are like somewhat in this industry, but like, um, I don't know, what's the term, like, like consulting for the industry or like, do you have like a very specific niche or do you take on anyone that really wants to help? Yeah. I think right now our niche is definitely companies that are within the blockchain cryptocurrency and then also fintech industry. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of our clients, we have a, we have a, um, we would like to have a diverse portfolio. Um, and so uh, anything from Bitcoin mining to a VC fund that specializes in, in crypto and blockchain investments to a, a developer tool, um, a decentralized exchange, a centralized exchange, like uh, a custody provider. So uh, we've got, it's kind of like we want to have a, we want to work with the strategic players and the, the leaders. We're definitely selective with who we work with. We want to work with the, the companies that we believe in and that um, are making a difference in this industry. And we, um, yeah, and, and, you know, for example, like a Bitcoin miner, right? You mm-hmm. know, um, if we've got one in the portfolio, like we've got that, that's great. It means that we can't really bring on another one. So mm-hmm. we're also mindful that like, we just like to, ha- we just want different um, players in different ecosystems um, or, or different players within the ecosystem that keep it going. Um, so that's kind of how we, who we work with. 
Gotcha. How do you price things out? Do you do it based on like the client's needs or do you have like a set in stone price that everyone gets? Um, it depends on budget. It also depends on the pace. Uh, some clients need more attention than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we work on like a monthly retainer. That's really how most PR agencies work, I think. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen an increase in demand in PR lately, especially because <laughs> obviously we have Bitcoin pretty much destroying its all-time high and you have a lot of the crypto industry doing very well. I imagine you probably have a full email box at this point. I do. <laughs> it's a lot. It's like, it's intense. I mean, so, I mean, I talk to people about it, but you know, 2017 was when the ICO kind of craze kind of took off. And I'd say that was like kind of the most recent wave, right? And now people talk about like, this wave is like, this is the next wave. This is the next wave and it is time to like mm-hmm. ride it, right? And and yes, there is an increasing demand. I think um, I think with PR and the tension of the mainstream world into crypto, it is correlated to the price of Bitcoin because people only care about, I mean, not only care, but like, yeah, the, the maybe the financial and mainstream publications, they're now they're definitely paying attention to it now. Uh, but But, you know, for the last three years, when it was kind of like dipping between, you know, like it, it kind of dropped right from 2017. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't so interesting, but now it's it's back up, like top of mind for everyone. Regulators are also now like, you know, paying attention, being more aware. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, and now is also the time I'd say companies should leverage and also capitalize on this because this is the time, this is the spotlight. Like this is the time you have where the world's attention is on this industry again. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a great time to PR. That's a great time to get anything out there, share your thoughts, build your thought leadership, get your product out there. Um, we're also getting clients that have like signed up super early because they know like they're also like they're pushing their marketing um, plans and their like announcements up to announce it earlier <laughs> like oh, basically sure. january we're doing like so many more announcements because they're like better capitalize on, on this now right um because who knows who knows we don't know uh maybe bitcoin price is doing well now but but maybe in a month it might simmer down but it's like it's kind of also like capitalizing on the when to go out it's that timing right. timing is very important <laughs> Right. That, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, especially because of how you know crazy it's been in December and going into January with the prices and the complete unpredictability of everything. I, I can imagine they all want to get their news stories out now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we can only do so much, but yeah, definitely. They want to get it out now. Um, and I mean, I, 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 it makes a lot of sense. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, even like December was crazy. Um, I don't think I really took a real <laughs> time off, but um, it, it's fun though. Cause, and also right now I speak to you when like I'm in lockdown, uh, I think we're all very grateful to be working in the industry that's growing and booming in the middle mm-hmm. of a global pandemic. It's kind of like the opposite <laughs> is happening in this world. Like when Things are not kind of looking up right now for the world. <laughs> the, the tech Bitcoin world is like mm. shooting up. And I think we're just so grateful that we have this opportunity. And also like considering that I'm in lockdown for the next month 
um, it's definitely making time fly super fast and um, I can't complain. Right. We've seen so much growth in this industry in 2020. It's insane. And going into 2021, it feels like there's going to be so much more growth and innovation. My theory behind it is everyone's stuck at home. All the developers are stuck at home in front of their computer and they have nothing to do but work. Exactly. <laughs> so. Everyone's on Twitter. <laughs> it's like, and, and also bringing it back to PR, if you're going to, if you're going to PR something now, you better do it now because now everyone's at home, you know, um, mm -hmm. on the computer, on, you know, flipping through Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, actually, now's the time you get more eyeballs. Lots more eyeballs right now. Lots more eyeballs because when you did PR before, like people had lives. I mean, everyone still has lives, but you know, right. but it's not like we're we're at the pub. If I'm at a pub, I'm not I'm not looking at my my newsfeed. But now we can't really go out and see now people. we're sitting at home on the couch watching Netflix with a phone yeah. in our hand. So it's a little bit easier. <laughs> exactly. So actually, I think it's good for PR too because that's when people are going to read more and. Mm -hmm. um, but it's interesting, hey, because it's like, because then you, you, you know, I just flip, when I put my laptop away and then I kind of like take a breather, go for a walk, but then you realize, wow, the world, I mean, this pandemic really has like shook the world and it's mm -hmm. going to impact like, like us for the years to come. But the, we're, we're in this industry that's growing so well and so fast and, um, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, it's it's really cool to see it like really come to fruition, especially if you've been a part of it for such a long time. Like I've had my eyes on the industry since like way back, like 2013. Wow. Um, and I've been super dialed in since 2016, 2017. So it's mm. really cool watching it, you know, actually grow and actually become a real industry and not just this uh, niche fad that's going on. Um, yeah. It's just, it's, it's a lot of fun. Here's, here's yeah. another good question too. Um, Cause you're in London and in lockdown and whatnot. What's, what's it like running a blockchain business there, you know, yeah. under lockdown dealing with COVID and are there any like restrictions in terms of what you can do in crypto there? Yeah, that's a very good question. And I, I think, you know, knowing that you've been in the crypto space for a while now, um, the the beauty also of, of this industry is everyone is so global um, and the teams are global, you know, um, from from the beginning, from day one. Um, I, yeah, global before COVID even happened, uh, mm -hmm. we were always global. So I have a team in Australia. I have um, someone in Berlin, someone in Paris, um, and I'm in London. And mm -hmm. actually we were quite like, we use Slack, we use Trello, and like we have Telegram, and our clients are also global. I got a client in Hong Kong, like um, New York, um, they're everywhere. Berlin, I, I can name them all. But so I, I've never actually met some of our clients in person. Um, I've actually pitched them like virtually, um, mm -hmm. you know, signed contract, and we're working, been working together for 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 a year or more than a year with, with a few of them. Um, and so when the pandemic hit, we were not affected at all. In fact, it was like, everyone was kind of working out how, like in the maybe real, real world, uh, working yeah. out how to like do Zoom. Like we, we'd been using Zoom, we've been using Google Hangouts like since the beginning. So actually I think that it's been 
in a way, it's also been better. I've been, so I've actually doubled my team in the last month. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been, it's made more sense acquiring talent from around the world too, this pandemic, I have oh, yeah. to say. Like I've hired someone from, you know, Washington, D.C. Um, there's another person, um, you know, uh, well, I mean, there are people who are joining in. I mean, there are people that are joining in London and we haven't had to, right. like, we can't meet, but we're still able to work. So I think that um, it's been great, really. Um, and in a way, it's kind of this whole, I mean, because once the, the lockdown hit, it was like there was this whole working from home movement. It's kind of like the rest of the world joining right. us, really. It, it's kind of almost easier when you can outsource like this because you can find uh, talents uh, far easy, easier yes. than, you know, being focused on finding what you need in one area because you're out every day and you're like, oh, well, I need a person that can do this and that. And they just can't find them in London. But, you know, exactly. and then when once you're forced to broaden your horizons a little bit, you're like, oh, well, there's a good person right there. And there's a good person right there in that country. And we can communicate this way and yeah. that way. And yeah. So it, I almost think it's good for people to realize that over, you know, over the internet, through Zoom, you know, through Telegram and Slack and all these different tools that we have that you can really work um, from home remotely and not have to be, you know, yeah. so focused on what you can do in one place at one time. And there's something to be said in PR as well, because um in the traditional world, like you would have a PR agency if you want to launch something in London. So you'd probably hire a London firm. But then if you want to launch something in Singapore, you would also then have to hire the Singapore office. And mm -hmm. actually large agencies do this. They build by the office. They're like, okay, you want this push out. But yeah, global, we're actually so global. Crypto is online. Um, we have no borders. If you're working with us, we're getting you we're getting client stories from the asia pacific region to the us mm -hmm. um and the amazing thing about my team is because we're all in different time zones as well um we do say we offer 24 7 coverage because we can mm -hmm. um because like and, and we we integrate we interact with our clients by telegram that's like and that's a, another thing as well like um usually people will just you know interact by email but i think we can be we can more, be more personal and be more agile if we're like uh, interacting on Telegram. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if we're like coordinating something and then I've got to log off, I can hand it over to my US or my Australian team member and they can take it. So we're kind of very agile and global that way. And, and it's fun. I like it. I prefer it actually. It's instead of, mm -hmm. oh, we got to travel to this office here right. only. And then that's it. <laughs> So Yap Go Global is truly global. We are. That's awesome. <laughs> That's really so cool. hey, anyone anyone interested in PR? It doesn't matter where you're on the world. If you're interested, like, do let us know. Um, yeah. 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 Absolutely. So if a company or a startup or a project or whatever they want uh, your your PR service, how do they reach out to you? What's what's that process? Yeah. Um, well. Uh, they can reach out to me any anytime uh, on Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, and um, the process really when we onboard a client is we do like to have a chat. Um, PR is, 
I mean, PR is really a partnership and it's a two-way thing. Like you have to, you have to vibe with your PR firm too. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we like to all get on call. I like to bring a few of the team members that might be working with that company. Um, we'll first hear what they um, are doing. Uh, we'll also like assess kind of the stage they're at. If they're kind of like early, maybe we might recommend like, okay, maybe you want to wait a little bit to, um, cause we're not just going to like take you, take a client on if they're not ready for PR. So you know, I, I'm, I don't mind offering any of that advice. Um, but once they're ready, then, and if we like working with them and, 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 and it fits, um, you know, we always like to put a proposal together as well. Um, and in their proposals, we like to just show how we would tell their story because PR is very much, um, you know, a relationship thing. It's very much a, does your, does your PR agency really understand what you do? Mm-hmm. And if, if we're not getting it, then there's no point working with us. But if we love what you're doing and you like the way we tell your story, then that makes more sense for you guys. So there's, yeah, finding it. I mean, I also recommend to a lot of um, companies that they should talk to a few PR agencies before picking one um, mm-hmm. just to make sure they've got the right fit. Gotcha. Um, so do you guys have social media? Do you have, you have the website, obviously, or where yeah. can people find you guys and learn more about, what Yap Global yeah. is doing. We have um, at Yap Global team on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also have an Instagram. I don't know a lot of whether there's a lot of crypto people on Instagram, but we've got Instagram, Yap Global. At Yap Global. Um, and then uh, definitely LinkedIn. Um, but I think at Twitter and LinkedIn, we, we like to share our wins. So you can kind of see where we get our clients coverage. And if that's what uh, people like and they like what they see, then um, yeah, we could, we could talk. Awesome. I'll, I'll be sure to include all that stuff in the episode description so they can also find it and easily figure out how to stock you and Yap Global and awesome. get you guys' attention. Um, anyways, yeah. um, Samantha, thank you for taking the time to come on the podcast and talk about Yap Global and what you guys are doing. It's very cool, very uh, different type of uh, person I interview on the podcast instead of interviewing like a project um, or a, a company that's like in the space, actually building something, mm. I get the chance to interview someone that's covering that space. So yeah, I guess from like one media person to another, <laughs> in yeah. a way, it's, um, it's yeah. kind of cool. No, it's so an important you. job. I mean, what you do as well is very important because like, I think the projects are so interesting. There needs to be that bridge and mm-hmm. communication knowledge is that gap Absolutely. that we, we all need to fill and we're all playing an important job here. So thank you so much, Brandon, for having me on your show. Absolutely. Anytime. So stay healthy, stay safe, um, enjoy your lockdown in London and we'll talk again soon. Awesome. Thank you. Of course.